At nine minutes past six, we get into the day's top business news, uh, starting with the latest Auditor General's report, which indicates that irregular expenditure among South Africa's national and provincial departments increased by over 45 billion rand in the 2016-2017 financial year. The report also notes that audit outcomes of state-owned enterprises continue to show a negative trend, which has been attributed to inadequate controls, monitoring and oversight. Partner and regional lead of public sector at Grant Thornton, Eugen Pillay, joins us on the line to discuss this. Good evening. Good evening. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for your time. What has been the overall reaction to the latest report? Well, I think the overall reaction based on the report is, uh, you know, paints a bleak picture. Uh, but but let me just unpack that a bit uh, for a minute. The audit outcomes, uh, as reported by the Auditor General, shows that the unqualified audit opinions uh, issued, or unqualified with no findings, was up from the previous year to about 200, and, uh, sorry, 126 audits in the current year. Um, but what it also shows, and this is the concerning part, that's where Audit, audit opinions issued, which were qualified with no with findings, increased to 72 in the current year, yeah. and in fact uh, that number could be a little bit higher as well because there's 26 auditees uh, which have not completed their audit process uh, at date of this report. Mm. So. Yes, and and, uh, qualified with findings means that, uh, you know, their financial statements are not free uh, from material misstatements. And the additional findings that they have means that uh, it could be around supply chain management, um, laws and regulations governing the entity, or even performance information. Um, The report goes on to talk about uh, something very interesting, actually, the financial health of uh, certain auditees. And there's clearly been a trend uh, where auditees are failing to manage their finances properly. In fact, in in the current year, around 61 entities um, have been flagged who require some sort of in- intervention, yeah. and that's uh, that's drastically up from the prior. And prior, it was about 38 auditors. So, some sort of uh, drastic um, steps must be taken in those uh, auditors, uh, and that must happen now. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it could mean that in the short term, uh, those auditors, um, you know, may not be viable. Well, what's interesting to note, though, is that the Auditor General delivers his uh, formal audit report on the 31st of July, uh, which is four months after year-end, and that's formally communicated to the auditee, which means those auditees that require some sort of intervention have been communicated with already. And it would be interesting to see, you know, have those entities or have those auditees actually implemented some sort of change, yes. either at uh, leadership level or, well, you know, with those charged with governance or even in their procurement departments. Having mentioned uh, those audits that were not done on time or submitted on time, what's to be said about that? Is this acceptable behavior, especially for departments that are owned by the state? Not particularly. I think the, there's several different reasons as to why uh, those audits have not been uh, completed on time. The report doesn't go into specific details, mm-hmm. but what would be uh, you know what would be concerning of that is that irregular expenditure currents currently sits at 46 billion rand, yeah. uh, which is uh, which is uh, greatly up from the previous year, about 55 percent up, and. 
if you look at the, the 26 auditees that are outstanding, and if there's more irregular expenditure coming through reporting from them, that that 46 billion could be much higher. It could be in the region of 65 billion and 70 billion. Uh, could be much higher. And um, further to that, if you look at the irregular spending patterns over the last three years, it's been on the increase, and it's increasing at an increasing rate as well, if I could use that term. So yes. for 2015 to 2016, we've seen an increase of 27% in irregular expenditure. From 2016 to 2017, it's jumped to 55%, keeping in mind that the 26 auditees, uh, audits haven't been finalized as yet. So that 55% could be much higher, you know, 60, probably even 65 percent this is seemingly a reoccurring narrative in south africa and uh, government departments what needs to happen to turn the situation around and accountability be taken as well as enforced I think there needs to be, uh, you know, some some sort of clear accountability, and more so, there must be consequence management processes um, within these entities that must be enforced and implemented. Uh, if you look at the amount of auditees making up. Um, irregular spend for this year, it was sitting at roughly 265 auditees, and that's a very high number relative to the 406, uh, sorry, the 422 auditees in total. And of the 265, uh, there's only about 66 of the auditees who have implemented some sort of investigation uh, into improper spending mm. or uh, fraud allegations. So. So there has to be um, uh, the implementation of consequence management and it has to happen earlier on rather than after year end. When we talk about consequence, what could likely be a, a mitigating consequence where irregularity is found? Well, I think there needs to be a culture drive within these entities. You, you need to take into uh, keep in mind that uh, when procurement spending is done, it's done by the tender committee or uh, you know those charged with governance that have delegated this duty to a committee. So the culture that drives the organization must stand for one that there must be a willingness uh, to properly account and manage for, for public funds. And we need to see the level of commitment coming through. And that would be one of the mitigating factors uh, that must be instilled at the, at the entities. It's not all bad news. There are some departments uh, that uh, did things correctly. What's to be said about that? Should they be applauded even though the standard is seemingly quite low? Oh, absolutely. I, I think uh, hats off to those uh, departments and auditees uh, that have managed to uh, maintain their status quo of unqualified with no funding. And even those auditees that have crept up into the green zone, it's, it's not easy getting to that level. And I think uh, we need to definitely applaud them. Now, give us a perspective on the extent of what is meant by irregular expenditure in general, as this could include overspending on paper, which some departments will argue that it's paper, it's pens, it's not such a big deal. Mm -hmm. So the concept of irregular expenditure and, and, you know, not getting into the whole technical bit of it, let me just break that down. Mm. It's really expenditure which has been incurred without having followed the proper supply chain management process or applicable legislation. Mm. So in effect, in effect, uh, the state shouldn't be transacting with, um, with certain businesses had they not 
if they haven't complied with the supply chain management process at all. So they could be, they could have been spending um, at at a higher rate uh, and not at market rate. They could be buying goods and services at a higher rate, or even worse, they could be buying goods and services at a higher rate, and those goods and services may be of inferior quality. So the knock-on effect to that is that. The money has been spent once, but then you've got to spend on the same good again to either repay it or to replace it sooner than uh, expected. Or uh, if services, you've got to spend money again to uh, have those services reperformed. All in all, uh, this translates to a leakage in the budget at those entities. And, and unfortunately, you know, that rolls up and it becomes leakages of the budget at a national level as well. SOEs again came up as continuous problem areas. What's to be said about that? And uh, their books not looking so great. I think there needs to be some sort of intervention on that. Uh, you know, clearly there's some lack. There, there's a there's a clear lack of accountability, and there's a clear lack of a willingness then to comply with those laws and regulations uh, that are currently in place. Um, you know, a starting point would would have to be some sort of change in perhaps leadership of those charged with governance, and uh, from there that needs to be unpacked then to all the divisions within that entity, especially the procurement spend. As a parting shot, do we expect this type of trend to continue in South Africa? Um, I would like to say no, <laughs> but unfortunately, you know, unfortunately, we we're sitting in a position where we six months into uh, the next, uh, sorry, we six months after the last financial year, and we we we're well approaching the end of the 2018 financial year. So, if some sort of intervention is not done by these specific entities, if they're not willing to take the report that they've been given by the Auditor General serious, then I'm afraid that come 2018, you're either going to see this. Uh, uh, you know, this tendency, uh, the status quo, or in fact, getting much worse. Thank you so, so much for your input, partner and regional lead of public sector at Grant Thornton, Eugen Pillay, talking to us about the latest Auditor General's report.